How's it going? Now, this is uh, James P. White from 95.7 Cruise FM, The Locker Room, The uh, James P. White Experience, and welcome to the Jedi Jimmy Podcast. Sit down, relax. I'm not relaxed. This is freaking exciting. I'm so excited about this episode. So, The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 4, The Gathering Storm. At f- The first scene was awesome. It actually did a flashback to The Mandalorian where uh, Boba Fett actually found Fennec Shand who was shot by the uh, the rookie bounty hunter uh, Toro Calican in episode 5 of the Ma- of Mando. Awesome. It gave that whole backstory. He took her to these uh, like mechanic dealers kind of thing where they put uh, robotic parts in her to save her life. It gave a whole backstory on who they are, what uh, like what they're all about and where their relationship was. So awesome. It like one part of him saving her life, as I said, was when he was taking her to the uh, get the modifications done. But at the mod parlor parlors, as they called it, like a lot of the like the gang that he has that's working for him, they they've all been modded. They've all have like you know cybernetic eye implants or you know a bionic arm or whatever, and so that was huge. The fact that he took her there in the beginning, and the episode actually showed a lot more features. To her, bla- to Fennec Shan's blaster rifle. Again, I said I'm going to delve into the weapons. She pulls out the butt of the gun. Not only is there, you know, blades and other, you know, throwing projectiles, but a probe. So she was able to use that uh, bef- at one part in the uh, show to scan J- Jabba's palace before they. Stole Slave One. I'll get into that in a minute. Um, now, the scene where they actually took Slave One. So if you remember from Return of the Jedi, Boba Fett was working for Boba Fett, uh, working for Jabba the Hutt, not Boba Fett. He was working for Jabba the Hutt. He was both, he brought in, a, what's his name, Han Solo. And during the whole Return of the Jedi thing, so they still had his ship in their docking bay. So there was a whole scene of them, you know, breaking into Jabba's palace, stealing Slave One, and so insane. It was a great battle. It was awesome. Now, one thing that uh, you need to remember about Slave One is that was the original name but because of the politically correct, uh, it's not politically correct or it's derogatory calling it Slave One. They've changed the name of his ship to the Fire Spray gunship. But a, what an awesome vehicle. I love that ship. That's probably, other than the Millennium Falcon, one of my favorite ships in the universe. Now, before... Fennec Shand actually uh, like full out joined him. He told her, I, I've got some payback to do. Uh, 
he took out the uh, the riders that kill that slaughtered the uh, Tuscan village that he was part of the tribe, and he also basically blew the hell out of the Sarlacc, trying to reclaim his armor because he he was not conscious when the uh, what are they called Jawas stole his armor at the beginning of the season. And but the how he killed the Sarlacc was kind of a jump back to uh, when the ship belonged to Django Fett and the combat that he had with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi because he used a seismic charge. If you remember from uh, episode two of Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones, he dropped the seismic bomb, which took out an asteroid and like everything around him. Now, Black Christanton, he showed up in Sanctuary. So that's the bar in where uh, where uh, Jennifer Beale's character uh, was there. And the fight where he was taking out all these Trandosians and he ripped the one guy's arm off was awesome. Like he just grabbed him and just went, ripped his arm off. Amazing. I loved that. Um, now, one prediction that I had in a previous episode that came true was when he, when Black Christanton is now working for Boba Fett. He was hired. Boba said, hey, I think you need a job. He's got an, he's building an army, man. I'm so excited. Now, Boba Fett actually uh, showed his leadership skills uh, with the other leaders or leaders of the gangs and, and clans in Mos Espa by basically saying, but he was treating them all with respect. He was living by the mantra, he said, right from day one, episode one of this show, uh, Jabba ruled with fear, I rule with respect. And he is living it every episode. Love it. Now, a predic prediction I had, I have coming forward. There was a scene at the end of the episode where... Basically, if you have the money, I can get you some people for our army. She alluded to none other than from, he was more from the Bad Batch than he was from the Clone Wars, but he was in Clone Wars as well. Cad Bane, the, the assassin, the bounty hunter, and... I screamed out loud. I screamed like a girl when that happened. When she said that, I'm like, Cad's coming. I'm so excited. I need to see Cad Bane. He's like a blue alien guy with beady eyes. Awesome. Now, the I still believe that the Trandoshan bounty hunter Bosk is coming. Either this coming episode or he will be here by the end of this season. And I really need to see that. There's going to be a lot of bounty hunters and a lot of assassins that are going to be joining good old Boba Fett. And 
I couldn't be more excited. Now, in previous uh, the previous episode, I have not been noticed or I haven't noticed or been notified of any mistakes that I made, but there was one thing that I missed. Remember in the last episode where there was the... Uh, where they had all those, uh, you know, space Vespas and they were chasing after the Major Domo and he crashed into something that dumped a bunch of fruit on him. You know what those fruit were? If you watched Rebels, you would know it was Melu runs. So it's like a spiny fruit and Hera from the Rebels loved Melu runs. It's jumped out at me on, like, you know, my fifth time watching it. Now, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Every episode, I have favorite quotes. Episode one, Jabba ruled with fear. I, in, I intend to rule with respect. Episode two, fate sometimes steps in to rescue the wretched. Episode three, take it from an ex-bounty hunter. Don't work for scug holes. Episode four, that's today, the episode I'm talking about right now. You could only get so far without a tribe. He's building an army, baby. I'm so excited. This is going to be awesome. Again, thank you so much for joining me. But before I sign off, I need to give a huge thank you to all the people that helped me out. First of all, the Dean Blondell Podcast Network, Dean Blondell com check it out you can find my podcast and many others and of course fire for effect productions my buddy army chris he helps me build this thing this is his setup and i'm so excited to be here i look forward to seeing you next week stay tuned baby i'm in <laughs>